Breathe in and out. Picture yourself on an island. Envision the plant life on that island. Think about the trees. Do you see them? Yeah, they're palms. Beautiful, I know. Go ahead. Climb one. No, not the one closest to you. That one in the distance. Yes, that one. Great. Now climb it. Use your legs. Use your arms. Keep climbing. You're sore, but you're strong. Don't stop climbing. You can do it. Never stop. Oh my God! There's a man in this tree, and it is me, John Remedios, and welcome to episode 15 of A Shot in the Dark, an audio journal documenting the development of my first independently produced video game, Shoot Shoot Mega Pack. If this is your first time listening, come on in. The water's warm, and while you enjoy that soak, consider checking out the 14 other episodes I have lovingly prepared for you. But enough guided meditation. Let's. How do they say? Admit that we all kind of just want to be dung beetles. Ch-ch-boom! It's some douchebag celebrating a minor accomplishment. Cue music! It is June 5th, 2015, and I recently learned that I say the word experiment incorrectly. Apparently, it's experiment. You hear that? Yeah, it's the sound of my whole world just crumbling down around me. So, I'm finally done with all my applications, for now at least. I submitted to Indicate on June 1st this past Monday and have actually started working on the game again. I didn't really expect it, but there was this great sense of relief that came with meeting all these deadlines. I realize how silly that sounds. Obviously, you feel relieved when something is weighing you down and then it isn't an inflamed testicle, for example. I guess what I'm trying to get at is, I didn't quite realize how much these dates were affecting me. Like I said last week, I think deadlines are a great tool to motivate yourself if you're still working on building up your self-discipline, but I think the reliance on these goals can possibly negatively impact a person and their output. It clearly depends on the person, but for me, I found the close proximity of dates to be kind of stifling. Also, I don't really like writing applications, or more accurately, I don't like writing about myself and my video game. And before you say anything, yes, I see it. The irony is not lost on me. But context is important. This right here does not matter. I can say whatever I want. I can say, wouldn't life be great with two butts? I can say mayonnaise is the only body butter I need in my life. I can say pigs make terrible lovers but excellent accountants. Doesn't matter. Nobody gives a shit. Listen, I don't have to explain myself to you. I don't have to explain those thoughts. So, just get off my back. Let's move on. Anyway, with all that behind me, I can finally focus on the path ahead. Q panic attack. J slash K, that is just my everyday low-level anxiety. What a good joke. But yeah, it's really nice to be able to just sit down in front of my project and say, okay, this is what there is to do, this is how I'm going to approach it, let's rock and roll, which is what I want to talk about today, taking stock and moving forward. Mid-last week, Gavin and I met up at a coffee shop inside the Toronto Reference Library, Just to catch up, my head had been buried underneath a pile of applications and deadlines, as I have said a number of times on this podcast already, and he had some client work that he needed to get done, among other things, so we had just been out of touch for a little while. A lot of those details are not important, I'm just trying to set a stage. It's good storytelling. Anyway, during that chat, we basically went through everything we had to do on the game from a high level, discussed each one of the components to determine what each one actually meant, work-wise, and then ordered that list by how important or essential we felt it was to the game. 
I would highly recommend trying something like this while working on a project, regardless of the size of the project or the team. It's the first time that I've tried something like this on SSMP, and a huge part of me wishes I've been doing it from the beginning. Taking stock of your project like this has a few benefits, which if you have any experience in managing a project is probably really obvious to you, but when you're just a scrub like me, well, let me tell you, this seems like some pretty revelatory shit, my friend. Let's break it down, you hear? Record scratch sound effect. Evaluating where your project is and what you have left to do before you're quote-unquote finished really helps with your ability to imagine a finished project. I think one of the hardest problems that people who do creative work can come across is not really knowing what they're working towards. This is what I was referring to when I talked about my loss of focus a couple weeks ago. And this was my attempt to course correct it. Just the simple action of writing everything down and thinking about it for a few moments really helps solidify what I thought the game was or is. Whether or not any of those are right or the best decisions is irrelevant at this point. That's something you can evaluate after you build it. Right now, though, it's all about guessing and feeling. Which, coincidentally, is the name of my self-help book when I write it. The cover, in case you're wondering, is two versions of me, each with their respective backs against the title. I know you weren't wondering... But it's my platform, and I wanted to share that with you. Okay, so it's all fine and good to reevaluate how you conceptualize the thing you're making, but how does that affect you in practice? Well, I think there are a couple benefits that can result from this. Going back to the discussion about motivation and discipline, I think taking stock of a project can really help a person manage both of these things. The act alone of listing out what you have left on your plate is a great way to compartmentalize something that could easily overwhelm a person, and that moment when you realize that something is achievable can give you that little motivational jumpstart you may need from time to time. What I like about this, as opposed to the reliance on something external, like a deadline, is that it makes the work itself the goal and the reward. I think that's a much healthier way of approaching work. I think that building or rebuilding positive associations with the work you're doing or your project is really important since it makes the act of becoming disciplined much easier. It should be pretty obvious, but it's easy to train yourself to do a thing reliably if you start off enjoying it. That way, when you feel less than ideal, you can almost reflexively fall back onto your hopefully healthy and productive work habits. Alright, enough with the motivation and the discipline already. We all get it. But, I mean, like, I might just talk about it a little bit more. Kinda. So, the last real benefit I see in doing an exercise like this is that it removes a lot of the decisions you need to make, which is just helpful. At the beginning and middle of a project, it answers the question of what next? Because you basically have a high-level list of literally everything you need to do. If you're not done the thing at the top of the list, that's what you do. If you are done the thing at the top of the list, it's the thing under it. That's how lists work. We all know how lists work. I really hope we all know how lists work. Basically, knowing what you have lined up helps mitigate the risk of stopping, humming and hawing, and losing your momentum, which can be a project killer. Additionally, if time and money are a factor for your project, which is the case for most people if you're doing a thing full-time, it helps you make those tough decisions about what might be considered extraneous. When you're initially taking stock, you can't think about anything like that, but necessity and value are contextual, right? So it's probably worth reevaluating your project at semi-regular intervals. I just want to quickly say one more thing before I let you return to your lives, which I can only presume are wrought with misery once my voice leaves your head. It's okay, though. You'll get through it. Maybe. Anyway, what I wanted to make note of is that while doing something like this is a great exercise for a number of reasons, which I outlined in the podcast, you really should have been listening. It's still just thinking, talking, and writing, so be careful not to feel the sense of accomplishment from finishing a thing when in actuality you've really just imagined yourself finishing a thing. 
at the end of the day, you still have to put your body into some sort of posture and do the fucking work. Nothing is ever going to change that, and nothing ever should. Oh my goodness, that was so stern. I felt like my father, not like my actual father, but the father I long for. He has a gruff exterior, but kind eyes. He, he rarely says I love you, if ever, but I know he cares through his countless blunt yet thoughtful lessons. Okay, you get it. I have daddy issues. If you want to hear more about them, you can get in touch with me via Twitter at John Remedios or email john at ssmpgame.com. You can also ask me questions or request to hear about things on this podcast, but really, I'd prefer it if we kept the discussion centered on me and my insecurities. If your overhead compartments are too crammed to handle all that baggage, though, you can just follow the game on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube. It's SSMP on YouTube and SSMP Game everywhere else. There's also a website that has all the social media links as well as a mailing list that you can sign up for, SSMPGame.com. And finally, if you like the podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes, the podcast service of your choice, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you again next week. Bye bye I think there are a couple benefits that can result from this. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, oh, masculinity burping, you know? You know what I'm saying? Football.